Welcome to the Skytail Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Green. If you've listened to some of our earlier podcasts and our introductions, you'll know who I am and uh, what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, a quick review. So the introduction of the Skytail Podcast is unraveling the mysteries of our local surroundings, what we read, the podcasts we listen to, what we eat, the supplements that we take, and even what we might be watching on TV or in the theaters. Your thoughts and your feedback will be greatly appreciated. You can email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Us. That's me. I'm going to answer it. So that's, that's what you get for right now. Maybe one day it'll be more than just a me, but that's all you get. So today is a Skytail episode four, and we're going to call this one the MomCast. It's got a, maybe an homage to, to my mother as well as uh, our uh, a hero of the week. So, uh, hosted by yours truly, Kevin Green. If you don't know me, you will as we walk through all this stuff and have some kind of fun facts together. <laughs> That's stuff falling around. Don't worry about it. Um, I have a face for radio and a voice for silence, and I'm hoping to share some information with you today over about the next 45 minutes. Again, episode number four, duration about 45 minutes. I'm living here in Beaufort, South Carolina. I do have a full-time job. Um, okay, I am in a van down by the river, and I'm actually in my Honda Element, um, which makes an awesome recording studio. So I, I hope you like it. Not really, but, uh, you know, so anyway. So we don't have really a theme song or anything like that, so I thought we'd, uh, I would demonstrate my musical talent. Um, since I play absolutely no musical instrument, um, you guys could have learned with me. So I'll introduce all of our new musical instruments. Could be the guitar, might be the harmonica. Uh, the Irish tin whistle, who knows? So I've been working on this one for weeks, and I, I really hope you like it. Yep, I'm a prodigy. I know. It's hard to believe. So anyway, let's get started with the podcast, and maybe next week that music will be a little better. Probably not. I wouldn't bank on that. Uh, here we go. So we want to create a podcast that covers a, a bunch of little things, and hopefully that's what we're doing. You'll get some information out of that. Uh, this week. Uh, our product review this week is going to be the uh, Persona Vitamin Supplements. This is an online uh, ordering platform for concierge vitamins. So it gives you a vitamin pack for the morning and for the afternoon based on the needs that, um, that you have based on a questionnaire that you fill out. So uh, PersonaNutrition.com is their website. And uh, just to, for clarification, and uh, uh, so everybody knows I've used this for about two months. Um, I filled out their questionnaire and now, you know, I do supplement on top of what I order, but I would have to say that I'm getting all of the vitamins that I normally get and I'm probably saving a little bit of money, not having to, um, you know, piecemeal everything together with the vitamins. Um, so yeah, take a look persona nutrition.com. I'll talk more about that in just a second. Uh, I'm going to lead with a commercial that's no fun, right? But this is for magic spoon. And these are from the creators of Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. Uh, this is a cereal line that tastes like your kid's cereal, uh, but without all of the sugar. It's kind of a healthy, fun cereal, if, if, if you will. Um, so Greg and Gabby, co-founders of Magic Spoon. They've been friends for 10 years. They went to college together. They lived together. They even started a previous business together. And they founded Magic Spoon. The idea was that they wanted to create a, a cereal that was 
It tasted good, like their Saturday morning cartoon cereal, but without all of the sugar that they were they were used to. Uh, and they seem to have done that. So uh, it has high protein, 13 grams to 14 grams, complete protein in every bowl. It's low carbs, only four net carbs in each bowl. Um, and there's uh, it's sweet. It's got a sweet taste. So it's it's fruit, cinnamon, blueberry, and peanut butter, not all in one bowl. I think actually I think you can combine bowls now. Like you can f mix your flavors if you want. It's kind of weird, but that's okay. Um, but they do. It has four different flavors that they that they do sell. Uh, I have tried this. So, yeah, it's okay. Um, it, it pretty good. I, you know, I'm not a big cereal person. I'm not a big breakfast person. But uh, you know what? The the couple times that I had, I had the blueberry. I had the fruit. Um, not a big cinnamon fan, as you guys probably listened to in, in my review of Mudwater. Uh, I probably wasn't really nice about cinnamon and ginger and, and turmeric. How disgusting would it be if they made a turmeric cereal? That would just be gross. Anyway, I, I digress. Um, so anyway, so that's that's uh, your commercial for, uh, uh, for, for Magic Spoon. So you can check them out at magicspoon.com and look at their flavors. Gotta tell you, I, I did like the flavor of it. Kind of expensive, a uh, small box, just FYI. So boxes on the small, I mean, it's a normal size cereal box, but like inside is maybe not as much cereal as, as most of us are used to getting from the grocery store. So there you go. All right, just so you know. Uh, upcoming product reviews. We, you know, I told you before, we reviewed Mudwater already. Uh, what we have upcoming is the Super X Athletic Clothing Line. The first form nutritional supplements, the GNC Nugenics products, uh, 6 a.m. sprint and marathon products. These are hydration products. That's actually going to be next week uh, or as soon as I can get to it, um, next few days. Uh, we're taking a look at a couple new running shoes, the Maxi Climber, um, and the Bowflex Select Tech Dumbbells. We're going to review those as well. I'm um, taking a look at all that kind of stuff. Please drop us a line at SkylarPodcast at gmail.com if there's a particular product that you would like us to review and put product in the subject line. Um, all right, here we go. Something to watch. You know, every once in a while I try to throw out a, uh, uh, a movie that you may want to look at. Um, it's not the most action-packed movie in the world. It's, you know, it's not... It's a little bit fun, and it's if you like Peter Dinklage and Dakota Fanning, this is an interesting kind of matchup. Uh, definitely an end of the world dystopian, got a virus thing going on, like every other movie you've ever seen. Uh, but there's really only three. There's only two main actors in the whole movie, and there's a mix of maybe two more after that. And it's got some interesting twists to it. But if you like Peter Dinklage, you're, you're getting a lot of Peter Dinklage in this. Um, and it's it's. Good stuff. If you're not sure who Peter Dinklage is, that's uh, Tyrion Lannister from uh, the Game of Thrones. He, was, he he plays the dwarf. He's not really a dwarf in real life. He actually played... Uh, that's not true. He's, he is actually a dwarf. But he does a great job. That's a good movie. Um, uh, other things that we're listening to right now is uh, Dan Cummings' Time Suck or Michael Rosenbaum, Inside of You. Also, uh, Smartless with um, Jason Bateman, uh, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. Uh, hysterical. Very, very, they play off each other really well. Recently, they had Stephen Colbert on there. That was last week's episode. It was fantastic. If you like Stephen Colbert, 
and he, and, and he likes to switch the tables on his interviewers. He does a great job. And Jason Bateman tells an awesome story. Of, I mean, you know, you think you're like, you know, stars are cool and all that. But he tells a story about waiting to go out on the Colbert Report or the Colbert Show and uh, uh, kind of what ensues after that. And, you know, the, the crux of it is that Stephen Colbert thought that he that Jason Bateman was kind of rude on his show. He was short and he was just kind of hostile. Um, he didn't just seem like a very good interview. Um, so, that you, But you have to listen to the story of why Jason Bateman was that way before he went out on the stage. So it was, that it, it was pretty impressive. It was good. Um, so yeah, give that a listen if you get a chance. Is that too loud? Maybe. Okay. Uh, if you're looking for something to do, raise a bonsai tree, right? Talk about patience. You kind of grow this thing in a little pot and wait for like this little tree, but they now have these red maples. Um, they have azaleas. They have, um, these, like these ones that blossom three or four times a year uh, with that are flowered. They even have like pomegranate, oranges, and I think lemons, right? So that means these little itty bitty, <laughs> these little itty bitty fruit they're growing off these bonsai tree. I don't know what you're going to do with it. I have no idea. It just sounds really cool to me. Um, and if you listen really close when you're trimming the branches, you can hear their little, um, they can hear the little bonsai trees screaming when you cut off their limbs. That's not true. It might be. You can record it and find out. Um, things to eat. If you haven't tried Built Bars yet, www.builtbars.com. Take a look at the Built Bars and their flavors. That's not a commercial for them. I'm just telling you that's a that's a protein bar um, that tastes pretty good. Right? So take a look. And we'll be reviewing that product down the road and what's in it. Um, but low sugar, uh, high protein, uh, great great snack. So let's talk about a little about, about the uh, concierge vitamin packs. Um, we talked about trying these. I talked about, uh, you know, for me, they kind of curb my hunger. If it was up to me, I would stop at Fat Patties, Berto's, Sushi Chicana, and Brian's Pizza every day. Uh, you know, but the uh, PersonaNutrition.com, um, taking their vitamin packets and, and previously taking vitamins as well, um, kind of curbs my appetite and keeps me from just eating pure junk all the time. So, you know, I get grief every once in a while about, you know, how come you're not eating dessert or how come you're not eating that donut or you're trying to eat too healthy or whatever. Uh, yeah, honestly, it's because if I eat one of them, I'm going to eat all of them. Uh, it's, it's like a sugar switch that just goes off. Um, so I just kind of, I just stay away from that. And I find that the vitamins do help. Uh, the programs that they have um, as part of their product review, they have a prenatal. They have a men's specific program, a women's specific program, bariatric program, uh, ones that are more for fitness, ones that are more for sleep, ones more for energy, stress and anxiety, uh, weight support, um, immune defense, healthy aging, digestion, detox, and joint health. How do you know which one you do? There's a questionnaire that you fill out and they walk you through it and say, hey, are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to do something in particular um, that, uh, that this may help you with? Um, so you know, based on the questionnaire, they line you up with specific things. I like it. One of the things you can do is you can manipulate what you're actually going to take or not going to take. And then you can uh, skip months if you want to. Like if you've kind of fell behind on, you know, what you're taking and maybe you skipped a few days or something along those lines, you can you can go back and uh, um, go back and adjust your, your times. So, all right. So I'm playing with this, this recording thing at the same time I'm talking to you guys. So. Hang in there for a minute. I'm working. I'm working on this. 
All right, it's time for our hero of the week, Daniel Takashi Sakai. Yeah, I picked this guy because um, in 2009 he actually passed away, and it was it just kind of it fell on my birthday one year, and I just found his name in our uh, the hero workout book. And last week we kind of named him as our hero of the week for our specific workout. He, uh, Sergeant Daniel uh, Sakai and Sergeant Irvin Romans were SWAT team members, and they were killed as they attempted to apprehend a suspect that earlier in the day shot and killed Sergeant Mark Dunnikem and mortally wounded Officer John Heeg during uh, a traffic stop. At approximately 1.15 p.m., Sergeant Dunnikin and Officer Hage, uh, patrolling on a motorcycle, pulled over a car on traffic uh, stop at uh, 74th Avenue and MacArthur Boulevard. During the stop, the driver opened fire, killing the officers, citizens who witnesses the incident, called 911 and started CPR on both, both officers. The suspect fled on foot, leading to an intense manhunt by dozens of officers from the Oakland Police Department, California Highway Patrol, and Alameda County Sheriff's Department. At approximately 3.30 p.m., the Oakland Police Department received an anonymous tip that the suspect was barricaded inside an apartment building on 74th Avenue. In March, in March of 2012, the Keller Avenue Bridge over I-580 was renamed the Sergeant Mark Dunnikin and Sergeant Irvin's, Irvin Romans Sergeant Daniel Sakai Officer John Heege Memorial Bridge. So if you get a chance to look up Sergeant uh, Sakai, uh, had served on the Oakland Police Department for over nine years. Um, take a look at his bio and his uh, obituary. Uh, reads very well. Um, he's our hero of the week, and our um, workout was named after him. This week's workout is uh, called Pirates versus Vikings. And I'll read you through it, and if, uh, if you want to take a look at our um, Spartan Sunday uh, Beaufort workout program or workout group. It's on Facebook it's, uh, under Spartan Sunday workout group. Um, and this week it's Pirates versus Vikings. So you'll, do a, you'll run a 10 minute warm up, um, 30 seconds of bridges, 30 seconds of scorpions, 30 seconds toe to hand. And then um, you're going to run one mile around the track, but every 100 yards, you're going to stop and do a 15 second plank, both high and low. And then 30 seconds of Russian twists, 200 yards later. Uh, tw uh, 15 seconds of side planks, each one, 200 yards after that. Um, and the speed ladder, uh, moving planks, 200 yards after that. So you do that, repeat that four times. Um, tough, tough workout. When you finish that, you're going to do another either 10-minute run or one-mile run, and you'll do the Viking part of the workout, which is 50-yard walking lunges with hammers in your hand. Whatever hammers you got. If you got sledgehammers, get sledgehammers. And then you do a 50-yard sprint with a 100-yard recovery. That's a jog back to the beginning. Uh, overhead monster walk, so like side stepping or side lunges with the hammers uh, over your head uh, for 50 yards. And then a 50-yard sprint. And then a 100-yard recovery again. Come back to the line, do reverse lunges with the hammers, 50 yards. And then a 50-yard sprint with a 100-yard recovery. When you're finished, you're going to take a medicine ball. Take one step and slam the ball down on the field 
pick it up, take one step, slam the ball down on the field, and keep on doing that for 50 yards, then do a 50-yard sprint with a 100-yard recovery. When you're finished with that, you're going to grab your hammers again, and you're going to carry them over your head with either the hammers or maybe a cinder block or something with some weight to it. Uh, run with that over your head for 50 yards, drop it, do a 50-yard sprint and a 100-yard recovery, and when you're finished, you're going to run for 10 minutes or one mile to finish. So that is that workout of the week. Vikings versus Pirates. Ah! You're going to speak up! So last week we talked about the Hoyts and, uh, you know, the impression they kind of left on us. You know, I only spent about four or five minutes on one of the short podcasts as we introduced to them uh, talking about the Hoyts. But uh, you think about what is so important to you that you would love it and respect it so much that you'd be willing to carry it, push it, or pull it at, for at least 146, 140.6 miles. Um, is it something that you should be carrying uh, with you? Uh, does it lift you? Does it motivate you? Um, you know, what do you need to take that next step? Do you need to put your shoes on and go for a run, go to the gym? Do you need a friend with you? Um, you know, find something. It doesn't have to be a singular thing that helps motivate you each, each day. But just think about the driving force of, of Dick Hoyt and what it would take every day uh, to train with, with his son. I, I just find that amazing. If you're not sure about or have not seen the Hoyt story, look up Team Hoyt. Uh, Dick Hoyt passed away a few weeks ago. Uh, but just a great story to read, and if you get a chance, look on YouTube about the uh, the Ironman uh, that they did, uh, multiple Ironmans that they've done. If you're looking for a book to read, uh, Cold Storage is the name of the book, and it, it follows the uh, exploits, if you will, of uh, cordyceps. For those of you who talked to me, heard me talk about uh, mud water the other day. Uh, mud water is uh, a coffee substitute, um, or yeah, coffee substitute. It's got a tenth of the caffeine, but also has a product called cordyceps in it, which um, is the highlight of this book. It basically the cordyceps get it's a fungus, and it uh, gets radiated when it's on Skylab, and then comes back down to the Earth, and some guy tries to scrub the the red residue off of a piece of Skylab with a piece of a potato which hydrates it and gives it all the nutrients it needs to become this like super fungus. And they find it and they put it in this cold storage unit until the cold storage unit malfunctions. And then that's the book, right? So the, and every, the story starts from there. It really reads like a movie, um, but it's, it's, it is really good. It's, uh, it's a fast read and it's a, it's a lot of fun. Get back to work, you slacker. All right, back on topic here. Um, so I really want to hear from everybody. I want to hear stories about your mom that we can maybe share on the podcast um, because that's what I'm about to do in here in just a minute. Um, it could be your grandmother. It could be your aunt. It could be your wife. Um, you know, I hope those words are the beginning of a conversation. Um, if you've lost somebody or if you just have something that you want to do a shout out for them, you know, tell me a story. Uh, Skytailpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can share that information. You can send an audio file if you like, or uh, you can write something up and we'll, we'll either answer questions or read it. Um, so I was sharing with my sisters the other day that, that, and we were looking at pictures that my sisters had put together for, for this celebration of my mother's life and realized that, that, uh, that I have either had seen or heard about the pictures that we were looking at. So I mean, my mom was the narrator of all of those stories and these pictures because I live 700 miles away. And, you know, when you 
you call your mother and she kind of fills you in all the all the you know particulars that are all the goings ons so to speak uh, of everything and you know as you're looking at the pictures you know kind of kind of fills in the the gaps a little bit um our mom was the first person that uh, that you ever love and that took care of us um even when we didn't deserve it right so we all we've all been there for sure our mom our mom my mom was a private person um so you know it should come to no surprise that even um the people clo closest to her really didn't know her right so like i mean that's that's pretty amazing when you think about all those years so you know although my dad was our judo coach um she had this like you know deep secret right like so we looked up to my dad and he had all this athletic talent and everything and you know but what people really didn't know is that my mom was actually a martial arts expert she um she had a, a black belt in yardstick kundo and uh and let me just tell you you know when you think about it i had three older sisters she had years to perfect and be a master at her craft um, that yardstick could bend around corners her movements were refined and precise there was no hiding behind furniture or under a table. Um, she had the skill and the patience, and she knew that no matter what, she was going to get you. Um, our mother was actually a motivational speaker. A lot of people didn't know that. Um, she developed a seven-tiered system of verbal motivation that started with complete sentences like, Kevin Green, get up and get ready for school. And it moved into, Kevin, get up and get ready. And then, Kevin, get up. And then Kevin up and Kevin with like lots of exclamation points after it. Um, it scaled back up in, in, in and created like a higher level of motivation, you know, as, as you moved into those upper tiers. So, and if you heard that third name, if you get that Kevin O'Shea Green, get out of bed and get ready for school, you knew that if you got a full sentence like that, that you had, uh, that she had achieved peak performance. Uh, and motivation to to get you moving and grooving. Of course, if the yardstick came out, it was it was all bets are off at that point. She became as um, she became a more seasoned veteran. Her motivational speaking talent sharpened, and she excelled at either a single word communication like now or get. Um, and then the nonverbal mo motivational message started. Her whistle in the neighborhood was a message that we got when. Uh, when we were supposed to be home before the lights were on, you know, if the lights were already on, you were, you were in trouble depending on when you grew up. Um, my proud parent moment for me is when I whistled across a, gra a crowded wrestling gym and I hit that perfect pitch and, uh, and my son turned around. He hates that he turns around when I whistle. I can just tell you, I mean, he's older now, but you know, back then he's like, I hate that I respond to that. Um, but I think it's a genetic thing. I got that from my mom, I guess. Um, there are always things that you could count on in our family. We kept a regular schedule. It was a rare occasion that we did not eat dinner at, at, at the dinner table together. And, he, and that was even when everybody was playing sports and, you know, as busy as things are now, as busy back then too. But, uh, man, we really just got locked in and made sure everybody was sitting at the table, you know, or, you know pretty much every night. Um, other than learning the arts of yardstick kundo and motivational speaking, my mother was a master of nonverbal verbal communication. In fact, for me, I was clearly a slow learner at picking up her expert number of girl communications. For instance, I genuinely thought in my teen years that my mother had either Parkinson's or a seizure disorder. Um, you know, because every time I spoke to her, she was either shaking her head or rolling her eyes. I just, I just assumed that something was wrong with her. Um, and for most of my adult life, 
you know, when she said, you're as bad as your father, I just always thought that that was a compliment. I spent a great deal of time hoping my mother would say that, uh, that you were worse than your father. I feel like I'd, I'd kind of hit that next, uh, next step, that next pinnacle for that. Um, you know, my mom was so hard to ask questions to. So when you ask my mom a question, and I'm sure, and I'm sure my mom wasn't the only one. Lots of people, you know, did this or do this still to this day. It took me years to figure out this, a long time though. You know, I'm fine was never a final answer. Um, like I said, apparently I'm a little slow. I mean, that was, that was not the answer you're supposed to be getting. So question one, you know, mom, what's wrong? I'm fine. Question two, what's wrong? And you got nothing. That was her response, nothing. Question three, what's the matter? Which is technically the same question, but asked slightly differently. Um, usually got something along the lines of, let me tell you something, right? So, and okay, at this point, it was, it was like a tree was falling during a storm. All the limbs were out, everything's coming down, and really every bit of information that you really never wanted, right? It was about to come out, you know, with, with that third question. Um, sometimes you just have to stay with fine. You know, you, you want to back off after that. As I got older and became a parent, the respect that I had for my mother grew exponentially. I remember my son's first day of wrestling practice and the smells that he brought home with him. I immediately called my mom or a mom uh, to say thank you for doing the laundry. I, you know, if you've had an ice hockey family or a football family or wrestling family, and really any, anyone that has that summer sweat, or that late fall sweat where the stuff has been in the locker for a week, man, more, more power to you. To, you know, call your mom and say thank you. Um, when parenting in these teen years got more challenging, I remember calling our, our mom and dad to vent for, for advice. Uh, my mother always told me that on one occasion, um, if he ate that day and he went to sleep breathing, then he'll, and then everything will be fine. Right. So sometimes you just have to set the bar a little bit lower for how the day is going to go. Uh, she also laughed and made sure I knew that that uh, that I deserved whatever the challenges parenting had because it all came around, you know, her words. It all comes around, you know, based back to you, you know, based on the challenges that you give to your parents. I remember going to uh, the grocery store. You know, nowadays we we take our kids into the grocery store. We make sure they're safe, and you know, we put them in the cart. And there's like a little seatbelt even in the even in the cart itself, so they don't go climbing out. I don't think we had that in our days. Uh, I do remember very specifically, like later in the evenings when it was close to dark outside, if not dark outside, we would park in a Price's Corner over this place called Gaylord's that backed up to the drive-in theater. Um, and my mom would leave us in the car, and she would go into the uh, into the store for, I, I mean, I don't know, the length of a movie, I guess. I mean, we, we would literally like sit outside watching these movies from the uh from the car while she was in there shopping so it was just like four kids just sitting in the car you know watching a movie while their kids are shopping i think they should crack a window though so i guess that was okay i'm not sure if it was winter time or summertime but you know it was it was all there my mom's whistle was absolutely legendary you can definitely hear it down down the street but her voice and i think any athlete will tell you they can always hear you know, whoever their biggest fan is or whoever they know best, they can always hear that voice in the crowd. You definitely could hear my mom in the crowd for sure. I remember distinctly that uh, after, I think, my freshman year of high school wrestling, um, she came to me and, and asked me um, if if I would let her know when I was good and she would come back. And, and honestly, she didn't come back to another match until I think my junior year. 
And I wrestled, uh, I think I wrestled a kid that was like captain of the team, maybe took second or third in the state the year before, um, lost to him by a few points. And I think she asked me afterwards, you know, I, I thought you were going to be good this year. <laughs> she, she didn't come back to another match my junior year. She didn't come back. But she did not miss a single match my senior year, that I, that I do know. Um, she was there all the time, and that's a voice that you that you can't miss. Um, you know, calling my mother was always an interesting and kind of fun time as an adult. And you, you always had a very predictable response. So, you know, hi, Mom, how are you doing? You know, or what are you doing? Yeah, I'm talking to you. That was always the response. Um, how are you? I'm fine, of course. So, and anything new and exciting happening? Nope. But then... She wants to know why you're getting off the phone so so soon. So I think she realized after a while that she was going to have to kind of, you know, put some extra information in there to keep us on the phone a little longer. So I hope you enjoyed a couple of those moments, you know, talking about uh, talking about my mom. Um, it was always kind of fun. Uh, you know, we always had, you know, very... You know, very consistent childhood with, uh, you know, we did play board games on a regular basis. You know, my dad... Oh my God, my dad used to make breakfast for dinner. That was horrendous. It was, it was always bad, but you know, it wasn't right. You know, according to my dad, we don't live in a restaurant. So you eat what's put in front of you every Friday night without fail. We had Elio's pizza. And if, it were, if things were going good and it was really fancy, there were pieces of pepperoni on there. Right. So those, those were the good days for sure. Um, I do remember you're watching general hospital instead of doing homework. <laughs> that was always good. Um, you know, lots of little things that you, you remember when you're growing up and uh, things you remember about your parents um, and your grandparents, for that matter, you know, as you're, as, as you're kind of walking through life and as you're reflecting on their life. So my mom passed away a couple of years ago, so this is a little homage to her, uh, plus our, our other things that we talked about today. Um, you know, I hope this gives you... You know, maybe a little thing that you can start thinking about, you know, somebody that you lost or somebody that you really respect that you want to share a story with. And um, shoot, if you want to, you want to just give me an audio file and we'll, we'll plug that in there. I'll plug the stories in at the end and, and kind of go from there. Uh, and hopefully we'll enjoy it. So skytailpodcast uh, at gmail.com is the email address. So if you can send that out, that would be great. Um and, you know, just some final words from my mom, um, you know, they, you know, our parents always had our backs. Uh, they always told us the truth, even when we didn't want to hear it. Um, it might have taken take more than once asking, but it always came out. Um, they loved us always, even when we didn't deserve it. Um, and everything was always fine. So, and to my mother, uh, who was always the, my favorite narrator, the best voice in the crowd, um, and to my sisters, who are amazing um, and the way they took care of my mom. Um, you know, we miss you and, and we have no doubt that she's going to be fine. So, oh, wait, I got an extra story at the end of this too. So, at, at, you know, at the end of this, at the end of the funeral, uh, my mom was very specific. She, she did not want, um, she didn't want a formal gathering. She did not want anything more than just family there. Uh, she didn't want any music. She didn't want pictures up. She didn't want religious overtones and she really didn't want any tears. Right. So that, boy, that's a, that's a, Tall list for a for a funeral, right? So we you know we go through everything, and, you know we, we follow her wishes you know as best we can, and we're getting ready to, to finish up and leave, and the funeral director comes up to me and, and gives me this bag you know with this box in it. It's my mom's ashes. When nobody told me I was collecting my mom's ashes, he's like, well you know your sister said you can take it back to the house, and I was like, okay. So I'm 
I didn't drive. I was three or four blocks away. So I, I walked back to the house while everybody went down the street at, at one of the local bars to the informal gathering. And uh, so I drop off the ashes and go back to the bar and, and uh, hang out with family for hours, hours of drinking, which it was a great time. Um, but the next day, I'm getting ready to fly back to South Carolina. And I noticed a mason jar out on the back porch. And it was uh, it was all the cigarette butts that, that uh, my mom had smoked over the you know, over the years. She smoked for a long time. So uh, lots of cigarette butts in this, in this mason jar that were sitting out back. Um, so I took a picture of it and uh, I sent it to my sisters in a text message and, and said, hey, I know we didn't discuss this, but I'm taking mom's ashes back to South Carolina with me and sent them this picture. And let me tell you, there was there was a good, solid, probably 15 minutes of no response for that. <laughs> I, I may, may have been a little over the top. Maybe I should have put like dot, dot, dot too soon, question mark. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Uh, I, I, they did after a little while, maybe. I don't know. I, I thought it was good. So. Anyway, so that was my, my, my final thought on uh, right before I left from for to come back down here to South Carolina. So here we go for some uh, mail call. Yeah. So I got an email the other day about again about mud water and and that uh, maybe I didn't give it a fair shake, right? So yeah, how many times do you need to eat something or try something that you don't like it, right? So you know that well you need to add this and you need to mix this. Look, I, I'm not I'm not, I'm not a chef for, for I'm not a barista for mud water, right? So if it's got turmeric in it and it's got ginger in it and it's got cinnamon in it, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm sure you know, and, you know. I'm sure some people do, and it's and it's great. And I'm not saying it was horrible. It wasn't horrible. Um, it was palpable. It, it was better than coffee. I'll say that. Um, and it was good. If I put uh, the coconut creamer in it, it was it was tasty. I think I put some chocolate milk in it as well. But I might as well just eat truck, drink truck of milk, you know. Anyway, so uh, great product. You know, they were super nice. You know, when I spoke to them via email, uh, they were very appreciative of even reviewing the product. Um, like I said, nothing wrong with the product. I mean, I think it. it you know, it's got good. Um, you know, good uh, ingredients in it, except for those uh, cordyceps that are going to like you know make you crawl up the tree and spit the spores out of your head. So if you have to read the book Cold Storage, it'll anyway. Uh, it'll it'll fall through that. So I mean, I'm gonna have to say that kind of freaked me out a little bit. The cord the cordyceps it did anyway. So uh, take a look at mud water. You can judge that for yourself. Um, and I'm I'm sorry that's not a more definitive review. Um, I'm just telling you what my take is. I bought it, I tried it, and I gave you the information on it, and then I immediately passed it on to somebody else, and I'll let them try it, and they can give me feedback. But if you have tried it, if you if you love the product and you love what it does for you, tell me what it does for you. And send me some information at SkylarPodcast at gmail.com. If you get a chance, go on to Facebook and uh, look at our Spartan Sunday workout page here in Beaufort, South Carolina. You'll see our workouts listed. Um, and you know, you'll also see a uh, full listing of our Hero of the Week and their write-ups for that. Uh, so I hope you get a chance to enjoy that as well. Here comes your uh, dad joke of the week. How many sloths does it take to change the light bulb? I want you to think about that for a minute. How many sloths does it take to change the light bulb? And people are going to give you this long stare, and they're going to try to figure out, you know, how that's actually going to work. And then when they when they come up with any number, it doesn't matter what they say, and you just look out real slow. You just go 
Just drag it out even though they know it's coming. So that is going to wrap up our uh, podcast for the week. Uh, again, this is the uh, Skytail podcast. The idea was to uh, unravel some mysteries, maybe give you some information, give you a product review, share some additional products that uh, maybe you haven't looked at yet. Uh, we hope to try to get this to be more entertaining as we go. Uh, I know you were, f- I know you were f- flattened by the level of musical ability that I displayed earlier uh, with the theme song right out of the gate. I know. I, I mean. I know it's like I've been playing for years. It's it's incredible. If you need to go back and listen to that again and again, yeah, that's fine. Uh, maybe I'll do an album for iTunes eventually. Um, I've heard worse. So anyway, um, again, I know you're amazed. That's fine. So uh, we are wrapping our episode up. If you have any questions or any comments, please email uh, Skytail uh, Podcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. If you can tell me some mom stories or send me a good joke. Uh, send me a product that you would like reviewed, a fitness product, nutrition product, um, things like that. Uh, we'll take a look at it and see what you got. Until then, until the next episode. I hate you all so much! And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>